Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm your host, Shwini Poo, and this is episode 230. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Prez, that is at Presidente on Twitter. Prez, how are you doing? How's life? I'm very tired and very sore because I hooped for the first time in like two and a half months recovering from a wrist surgery. And it's just fucking like basketball sore, like all these little shitty stabilizer muscles I don't know the fucking name of, but it was a good time. Yeah, it's basically muscles you don't even know exist until you play sports. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't die though, so, you know, give myself a solid B. So you got that going for you, which is nice. Um, did you watch Aaron Judge hit his 60th homer last night? Uh, No, not live. I fucking... Turned the game off to go play ball, <laughs> and that it was late hooping um, in the evening. And then I came back and saw the shit from the ninth inning, and it just blew my mind. Well, at least you had a nice surprise when you got home. So, got that going for you, which is nice. Uh, all right, but before we get started, I do have to make an announcement that the Strickland has a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. There are a number of tiers, and a six dollar tier that gets you access to this podcast right here, Pod Strickland. But I do every Friday. With Prez, you also get access to the Strickland Mailbag, hosted by Drew Steele, a.k.a. Doug, that comes out every other week. You also get access to the Strickland Discord, where the conversation never stops. There's also a $9 tier that gets you access to Strickland Roll My Solo Pod, where I rant and rave about the Knicks even more. You also get access to wonderful weekly articles by Jack Colleen Matthew Miranda, two of the best in the business there are further tiers there's a 15 dollars tier $30 tier $50 tier and $100 tier those come with a variety of additional benefits like listening in on pod recordings of merchandise discounts and even potentially co-hosting a podcast alongside yours truly whether you choose to subscribe or not none of this would be possible without you so without further ado um all right i guess uh we should probably talk about the very serious edition of Quinton Rose. Uh, no, we don't need to talk about that. I have no idea who he was <laughs> until the Knicks apparently signed him. Um, and I don't plan on learning anything about him. But just so you know, if you didn't know, uh, the Knicks signed somebody named Quinton Rose. Congratulations. Breaking the streak of end of bench white guys that they signed. Yeah, I mean, I looked at his profile real quick. He looks like another type of scoring guard type, and I'm just like... The evidence mounts. The evidence mounts that uh, maybe they're too into this type. But I digress. Um, all right. I guess you, know, you can you can introduce this because this was like your thing. So I'm going to let you introduce what we're doing today. Yeah. So 
you know, we're both fans of Game of Thrones and fantasy shows and all that shit, but we're mostly both, Game of Thrones. We're both losers. Right? We're both we're both people who enjoy <laughs> prestige TV. <laughs> Actually, you are more than me. I don't watch like all those fucking important shows that everybody. Anytime we're in the Strickland Discord and like it turns into like let's talk about The Sopranos or Breaking Bad, I just immediately close it. For the record, we like never talk about Breaking Bad because it's just not that. I mean, it's a great show, but it's just not that interesting. Again, you all have opinions on all those things, <laughs> which is my cue to exit. <laughs> if y'all start talking about anime, then I'll hop back in, but that's about it. Um, but yeah, no, I was watching House of the Dragon, and we were just in a DM, and it just... I thought it would be fun to just go through the Westeros universe and try to find some analogs between characters and player, Not even just players, but players front office whoever just in the knicks world motherfuckers on twitter it could be whoever in the orbit of the knicks but specifically for the players to find uh guys who are analogous not just to who they are but who they might be where they're going um you know we had what eight seasons worth of thrones and now we have this couple episodes of house of the dragon i like to think that we actually only had six seasons of thrones you're right you're right you're right (laughs) I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what I, I was misinformed. I don't know where I got my uh, yeah, my notes last, here. The last two seasons never happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I haven't put much thought into it, but all right. Look, look, we should start. We the most start. fun is starting with Tibbs. We got to yeah, start with Tibbs. Right? We have to start with Tibbs because that's <laughs> where this entire idea came from. Um, so oh, I'll that's actually, right. I forgot. Started, <laughs> it started with, with clowning Tibbs, like yeah. most of our podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like I'll I'll let you go because this is this is your this was like you you've been pressure peer pressuring me to do this podcast so we're doing this podcast. Your memory without, for this stuff is it. is really good, so <laughs> I'm probably gonna come up with a shit comparison and then you'll come up with a more on point one. So that's let me why think. I let you go first. I can like I get you to like give me the rough draft. Yeah, I come in, you know, I'll lower the bar for you. <laughs> um. All right, so if Tibbs is a fucking stubborn guy with a good reputation, but also a bad reputation, who is set in his ways, and his decisions lead to the ruin of a kingdom, <laughs> who would that be? I'm trying to think. Um, can I just go? Yeah, you can just go. <laughs> Tibbs, Tibbs is Stannis. Okay. He has, to, he has to be Stannis. I feel like Stannis because- is like nice, though. But he's not nice. You're right. You're right. Still, okay, Stannis is like <laughs> he he's super regimented. Like there's yeah. everything is black or black black or white for him, right? It's That's like true. it's either good or it's bad. And he's also willing to sell his soul to get the thing he deserves, which is you know, he 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 is he's right. He is technically the rightful heir. Um which I don't know how how much sense that makes because like his brother wasn't the heir, so like technically they t- like it's he it's has a reasonable claim. <laughs> he is the he is the rightful heir technically, uh, but so he he the he sells his soul to to become the king to inherit armies. What does he do? Right, he goes to the red woman, and they basically have a spirit baby, uh, <laughs> which kills his brother and then he gets to take all his armies 
and he invades King's Landing, and he loses the battle. But the entire point is like he is. Willing he loses to- on his terms. Yeah, he loses on his. terms. He loses on his terms. He loses on his terms. He doesn't give a shit how many people have to be sacrificed for him to get what he needs, which is the his, main thing. his way. Yeah. So so like, in and that- he has some level of respect. Oh yeah, he's people respect him. He's like similar. Another key similarity here, yeah. like we make, we don't respect Tibbs, but people in the league respect right. Tibbs. And, they and, might not hire him, but they respect him. And Stannis is Stannis is like a badass. Like Tibbs, to some extent, I guess, kind of can be a badass. Yeah. Um, but like the other thing is right. So when they're invading King's Landing, what does they? So they have to all the ships blow up, right? Half the ships blow up because of wildfire. And he's like, okay, I guess we just have to land here, like. You know, and make this mile long war- march along the walls before we can, you know, actually, you know, get into the city. And one of the soldiers is like, "Sir, the hundreds will hundreds will die." And he, <laughs> he just looks at him like like ice cold, and he's like, "No, thousands." <laughs> and he's like, "But we're still going, bro." So that's like a conversation in the lo- in the front office with like I can see him talking to Leon Rose and like Brock Aller, and he's like, "But sir, Obi Toppin, unless we make a deal." Is gonna only get twenty five minutes per game, and then Tibbs just looks Brock dead in the eye and says, "No, fifteen minutes per game." <laughs> yeah, like I just, I think, I think Tibbs is definitely Stannis. Um, you could like convince me of some other people, but I think Stannis is the best because Stannis is cold. And here's the key: this is the key. Stannis thought he was the prince that was promised, right? Stannis thought he was the prince that was promised. But he's not. He wasn't. He fucking fails. He dies uh, at the hands of what is his name? Uh, Ramsey. Ramsey, the bastard of of, of Winterfell. Um, he dies. He gets he just gets killed. Half his soldiers abandon him, which I think is key. Many of his that hasn't happened yet for the Knicks. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet here, but that has it happened. Could. It, it happened in Chicago at the end. Yep. By, by the end, yep. it happened in Minnesota by the end. Like yep. these are things. Like yes, he engenders this tremendous loyalty initially, um, and he is like Stannis is called. He's like all of the descriptors of him are so like Tibbs. It's like he's this wizened old war general, like who has experience, right? Grizzled, I mean, yeah, he's like a grizzled <laughs> war veteran who's been through it all. And it's like, but but like, do they love him? That's always the thing. Like that's one of the things they talk about constantly. Um, in, in the first couple of seasons of Game of Thrones is like, because his brother is obviously trying to get the crown too, right? Renly. And he's like, well, they don't love him. Nobody loves you, Stannis. And it's like, I don't know if nobody loves Tibbs. Like, there are a couple people, you know, like Derek Rose, probably, Todd Gibson. Like, I'm sure, like, most, I'm sure even most, a lot of the guys on this team love him to some extent. Oh, yeah. But there's a, there's a, you know, there's a shelf life on this stuff. And um, I think we're getting to that point in time. I think we're getting to, uh, what was <laughs> what was Stannis's Winterfell moment? I think we're approaching Tibbs's Winterfell moment at some point in the season. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I I hope I'm wrong. That would be great because that would mean that he's doing something right and we're winning games. But um, that's what it feels like. So I'm going with Stannis. It's a I great think choice. All the perils are there, and um, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's like extremely on the nose on many levels. Like I, if. If all of our comparisons are that good, then this will be a fucking dope ass episode. <laughs> I would expect it to be <laughs> much less successful than that. All right, so that's Tibbs. Uh, continuing with non-players, let's go with Leon. 
So Leon sits in the fucking shadows, doesn't say shit, has respect. Nobody talks to him. He's supposed to be wise, but we're kind of not sure. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Stupid, but part of me wanted to say fucking Bran, just because <laughs> nobody, he's fucking sitting and chilling for most of the show. <laughs> Bran is, he's just awful by the end of the show. I can't even deal yeah, with it. Yeah, but to be, to be fair, to be fair, if that comparison holds, then that's good for the Knicks, right? Because Bran ends up fucking winning. <laughs> but but we that's why we can't, Leon can't be Bran yet. Because Bran literally, like, ends up becoming this all-powerful god who can, like, see the future and the past. Yeah, we don't know what the future holds for Leon, man. <laughs> I mean, we don't know, but I would say that... This could be has, like season three, Bran. He has not... <laughs> Where he's just, like, riding someone's back north of the wall. <laughs> yeah, but he can he can warg by then. He can warg by then into, into the... And, and Leon can warg into CAA employees' PowerPoint presentations and documents and emails. This is a terrible comparison for Leon. <laughs> Brand might be the worst one. All right. All right. Harsh, but fair. Um, <laughs> no, and mo- most importantly, like I feel like Leon has to be someone in a much more clear position of power than Brand. Because Brand gets that, but he doesn't have that for the majority of the time. Yeah. Okay. I have one for Leon, but I'm going to let you, I'm, I'm waiting for you to give me a good one. Because I know Bran was not a serious one. No. Um, I probably should have reviewed Thrones character. Let me pull up the fucking Game of Thrones Wikipedia here. All right, I'll do this while you're doing this. Yeah. I think, Leon, there's there's two candidates, okay? I'm going to go with the first one since we just talked about Stannis. I don't know if I feel that great about this one, but I think there's an argument for it. Leon could be, he could be Melisandre, the Red Woman, okay? And, and why? Spicy and take. So Melisandra comes out of nowhere, right? In the start of the second season, she's just kind of like thrown into this world. Um, we don't even know she exists in the first season. We know Stannis exists, even though we don't see him until the start of the second season. But we don't even know she exists in the first season. Mm-hmm. Leon just kind of like, all of a sudden we woke up one day and it was like, uh, you know, James Dolan was hiring Leon Rose to be president of basketball operations for the Knicks. And I was just like, ain't he an agent like where did this come from what the hell just happened uh so i think that's one parallel the other that's one that's a solid one the other part is this she picks right melisandre picks stannis because she says i've seen you in the flames like you are the prince that was promised i've seen you on a field fighting and killing all your enemies like leon handpicked tibbs tibbs is his guy he's like all right you're gonna be the head coach of the knicks if you're ever going to get another chance in the NBA as head coach, it's going to be me with here, here with me, and we're going to put you in a position that you've never had before with all of the support internally. Uh, like we're all bros here, and I'm going to have your back. And like you're the prince that was promised, Tibbs, go get him. But what happens at the end of it? At the end, at Stannis's end, before the final battle that he fights and dies at, she leaves. She leaves the camp. She abandons the camp. Because she sees the writing on the wall. And I feel like Leon is going to see the writing on the wall. And then here's the key. Then she rides north. She finds Jon Snow. And she's like, actually, 
this motherfucker is the prince that was promised. Uh, and he was the prince that was promised, even though the show ended up being really fucking stupid. Um, but like, he was the prince that was promised. And that, so, so the, hopefully, and we will get to him maybe, hopefully the, the, the Jon Snow character, uh, is sitting on her bench already. <laughs> but, <laughs> does, that, does, that, does that make Jon Snow Johnny Bryant? <laughs> We will get to that. Uh, it makes but, sense because, like, if you consider Utah like a, a fucking wasteland, whoa. right? Then that's where Johnny Bryant was toiling, just just developing his leadership skills and all that shit. So I, I'm gonna segue right into that. I'm with it. Let's. I didn't plan that. Uh, but I just yeah. I just want to say my backup yeah. for my backup for Leon was gonna be. Uh, I have another backup for Leon too. It was. I don't know. I wonder if we came to the same one. I was gonna say Varys. Mm, that, I thought about that, but he's like too he, like he talks too much. That's and, the opposite of Leon. <laughs> no, no, Varys doesn't. Varys talks, but very, but only like internally. Right? His old, his, like, that's true. That's true. Trusted of, circles and all that. He has his network of little kids, basically, that he like uses to just get shit done everywhere in the world. Uh, but the other thing, the thing with Varys too, is that what is the like, what. Remember, like, Ned Stark's asking him, like, what is it you want? Like, you know, right. it's like to serve the realm. Um, like, I don't know. Like, that's tough because then it's like. It's hard to decipher motivation. Yeah. Well, which is true with Leon. We don't. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he doesn't. We don't decipher motivation. But the problem is, like, I don't. Like, Varus never ends up really leading anything. No, like, he doesn't. And so, like, for that reason, I just don't think it's right. And then I couldn't go with some other characters like Littlefinger. That didn't make sense. Like, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat a little, and uh, this is not a spoiler. But if you watch House of the Dragon, I think there's some commonality. If you're if you have a negative view of the front office, you might notice some commonalities between uh, Leon and Viserys because both of them <laughs> no decisions. Both of them don't do decisions and try to please everybody, and they're just like, you know, they were appointed to some degree. I mean, Leon chose his job, but like. Everybody assumed they would be as good as the great people who have previously done it or better than the awful people who have previously done it, right? There's some similarities there with, like, the Knicks front office line and the Targaryens, which your mileage may vary on successful rulership. Um, and, I mean, we don't hear Leon talk, but presumably this motherfucker is exasperated dealing with Tibbs versus Brock versus Wes versus... The beat writer is always complaining about him, and he can't choose who's going to be the heir. Was it RJ? Is it fucking Dottie Mitchell? Right? Like, there's there's, there's something there. Yeah, I mean, it, I could see that. I just like we don't know him well enough, and it's also right. like he's like I don't know. We're not going to spoil the show. Let's just it's I don't know. I just can't do it for a lot of reasons. For reasons, yeah, for reasons <laughs> that I will elaborate on a year from now or something. Um, and you're lucky if you're listening to this that I'm not spoiling the show for you. Um, but yeah, no, I think there's gonna... an extra Patreon tier with spoilers. <laughs> you have to pay for that. It's the hundred dollar tier. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, we'll I'm... actually just read Dance of Dragons to you with our beautiful voices. <laughs> we'll uh, play all the characters. I'm going. I'm, I'm sticking with Melisandre for Leon. So I Leon, think. I think she's. I think that's a great choice. So Leon is now a redheaded woman who who gave birth to a demon baby demon baby murderer yeah and basically communes with spirits um i mean, I mean 
<laughs> you know, you know. Okay, all right. We got to do this one. He's the only beat writer I wanted to do. Uh, <laughs> Berman? Yeah, Berman. <laughs> I know who Berman is. Um, Give me like, let me see. Berman? Okay, so who's the most fucking trolling, annoying character who just carries out the agenda of somebody else? It's so obvious. Uh, who is it? He's Littlefinger, man. Cause he I don't give, think he's Littlefinger. He, he doesn't give a fuck how he gets to the top. He doesn't care who he has to carry water for. He doesn't. That is true. He doesn't he, all he wants is access, and he doesn't care who gives him the access because he knows that whenever that person they don't want to rule. Yeah, but they it, want the power. Well, Littlefinger <laughs> wants to rule, technically, but he really can never get to that point. Right, he, he knows. Never, He's not dumb. He's just kind of trying to get as far as he can. But all Berman wants is access. And Berman will... He'll 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 carry out anybody's orders for access, but at the same time, he'll also betray anybody for access. Um, and I I don't know. I think I think Berman's Littlefinger. I just can't... I don't know who else he would be, because... Like Littlefinger's annoying. Littlefinger is like he's, he's a troll, and he's a public troll. He's a troll. He owns a whorehouse. I don't know if Bourbon owns a whorehouse. All right, <laughs> not sure if Bourbon Bourbon's that uh, that that kind of connoisseur. But no, I just think I think he's Littlefinger. Like he like betrays. Like he he helps Ned. Right? Can't you see? Can't you see Bourbon? Like like this for the last two years, he's been carrying water for Tibbs, and then like. When I feel like Littlefinger, if we have to expand the scope of this extended podcast analogy, I feel like Littlefinger is Woj way more than Berman. Yeah, Littlefinger would definitely be Woj. But because, like, like, Berman, like, there's something, there's something lighthearted about his, there's something lighthearted and endearing about his trolls and his never-ending quest for access and, you know, all that shit. And, like, Littlefinger is... Like he creeps people out, right? Like I would fucking drink with Berman, right? Like everybody would drink with Berman, right? Like even if you disagree with him on everything, it's just he's a charismatic guy. And I mean, Littlefinger's charismatic in his own way. So I'm, I'm saying that's a good call, but Woj, Woj, Woj is like, like it's like your first, uh, like your Tibbs analogy, like that Woj Littlefinger is like two on the nose. Like they might have fucking. Woj might have just like gained inspiration from him, like straight up, actually in real life. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. Berman's tough. It's like because you're right; he's not powerful enough to be. You know who he could. You know who he could be. <laughs> I know who he is. I know exactly who he is. He's he's Grandmaster Pycelle. Ooh, yes, <laughs> yes. He like pretends to be this old, like weak person you know he just oh i can't even get out of like bed. i'm just a beat writer for the post right like this who am i like what this is just the twitter masses going crazy <laughs> and and but he's and it actually works better because mm-hmm. picel actually works underhandedly for that's right for the lannisters which mm-hmm. we find out he ends up he actually poisons the hand of the king right he poisons john aaron which we find out later uh, like it's, or, or at least he carries out some of that stuff, and it's just he does all this shit, and he's like, "Oh, I did it all for Lannister, House Lannister," <laughs> and then Tyrion cuts his beard off. Um, but like, yeah, I think I think it's Pycelle. I think Pycelle. That that's that's the one because you're right. That's it. 
Littlefinger is too. There's too much going on there. Bourbon's not that serious. Like Woj, Woj is definitely Littlefinger. Um, but yeah, he's Pycelle. It works because he's like this. He's been around forever, right? Pycelle, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He predates Woj. Yeah, like Pycelle, they talk about. It. He's been like the Grand Maester for like. 15 kings or some shit. And Berman, Berman, this guy's been on the beat. I literally don't remember the Knicks without Berman, basically. Yeah, he's, like, as for as long as I've read articles about the Knicks, he has been the Knicks reporter for the New York Post. Like, that's just who it is. It's crazy. Like, it's, that's a long time because, uh, no, actually, it's not that long. I'm a young guy. Uh, I haven't been around. <laughs> uh, <It's> a couple <laughs> years. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. I think this can be our second to last non-player person. Uh, okay. I want to do Johnny Bryant. I, I'm running with it. Johnny Bryant, Jon Snow. <laughs> He's friends with a bunch of motherfuckers who are important. And he has important people who would ride or die for him. He was banished to a weird place that people don't want to go. And then eventually had to get the fuck out of there he has a mix of experiences working for different coaches and working with different players that makes him theoretically a great choice to lead slash rule slash teach and he's basically the savior waiting in the wings it works for a few reasons um I say he's been groomed, right? So he's mm-hmm. he is being groomed for command when he gets picked to be a steward, which he's very upset about um, initially. So he's like super upset, but there's like you're being groomed for command, and you know he's he's kind of earmarked at an early age as um, somebody who could be the next Lord Commander of the Wall, right? A big leader, but not the big leader. Yeah. And 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 here's the other thing: there are people, old, old people old in his grumpy, fucking way. Old, but and not just in the way. There's old, old outdated haters. <laughs> there's old grumpy white men in his path who are pissed off that this guy is coming for the throne and want to get rid of him. Which is like Tibbs. What did, what did Bourbon wrote something? crazy last year which was crazy. he was wilding for tips where they would just throw in johnny bryant shit for no fucking reason he, in the he article said, he said something like like oh there's no point in like switching coaches because there's no way that johnny bryant could do like as good a job as Tibbs is doing meanwhile we're like going three and 17 in february i'm like are right we, are we are we sure are that we? <laughs> are we sure that nobody could do this job um so i like i think johnny bryant's good and also like you gotta have something to hope for, right? Like that's that's hope. right. He's that's the right. Prince that was promised, so that when he's picked, we can all be like, we can all come back to this podcast, and we will be like, "Wow, Schwinn and Prez called this." The NFL's opening week was action packed, and it's just getting started. Get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any of any football game. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of JID, and it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to, because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. I personally just love the, uh, the the earbud tap functions. Those are really nice. Uh, the awareness mode is also great because as soon as you turn on your little Bluetooth thing on the phone, it automatically locks in. And uh, let me tell you, I go on a run every single day. I can't hear anything uh, when I have these in. So highly recommend, have enjoyed my usage of them. Uh, go to buyraycon.com today and use code TBPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TBPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TBPN15. I want to do World Wide West. Yeah, so that's, that's the next. Who's a wild out character who's just like, Fucking saying what's on his mind. Everybody loves him. He's not as powerful, but one guy who came to mind is actually Braun. Okay, it could I could see Braun. The I don't mercenary Braun, dude. I don't think Braun is. I don't think he's direct. Like he's not a big enough character. I don't. Think. That's fair. Even though I could totally both see them just like taking their shirt off and screaming about an ally. <laughs> So, but the thing with Wes is that he's a super large presence who does work in the shadows. He could be Varus. He could be Varus. He could be. Varys. He's bald. Varus is bald. bald. That's true. Uh, I don't think Wes is a eunuch, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but he is bald. He he is like he is the master of whispers, right? His entire thing, yeah, yeah. is like. He's connected to all these players, and you're like, wait, why? Like, why? Like, why? Why does he know so many people? Why is like? I remember watching the uh, the Malice in the Palace documentary, and you're just like, wait, why is West there, and why is he like protecting Ron Artest right now? What's going on? Yeah, you know who can forget when Jay Z name drops World Wide West? I could see Jay Z name dropping fucking Varys. <laughs> Drake has also name dropped West. I think. I think it's. I feel like he's Varys. And and at the core of it, Wes is like he is loyal to people who are loyal to him, but he's also cutthroat enough that like he's not trying to be a part of the losing team. Yeah. Ever. Ever. And and the other big thing, I think, um is 
he says he serves the realm, which is like a very vague kind of it, it means something, but at the same time it could mean absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And like like West has this role in the front office that is like it's something, but we have actually we actually have no idea like what exactly is everybody's role and Wes falls into this kind of like thing where you're just like, Well, I guess you do something. I don't know exactly what it is you do. You just like scream about stuff in the draft room. Like, I don't know. Is that your thing? You go to the Dallas and Utah playoff game and, you know, wink at Jalen Brunson and exactly. Adam Mitchell. Like, yeah, I think I think Varus works. Varus is connected. Wes is connected. Yeah, I'm I'm good with Varus. I, I'm I'm very okay with that. All right. Is there a nerdy enough character for Brock Aller? Uh, it's, Do they have nerds in the Thrones universe? Who's the fucking master of coins? <laughs> master, master of coins. It's like basically somebody who's like, well, so it could be that motherfucker from I forget his character's name, but he's that British dude who's in Mad Shows. Who's like, what's the the name of the the dudes with the bank? The Iron Bank. The Iron Bank. I forget the name of the, the tall yeah, white he, British yeah, guy. A, He's in the Sherlock Holmes show. Yeah, I, I know him as Mycroft. Mycroft Holmes. Yeah, he's Mycroft. That's fuck, that could be fucking Brock. <laughs> Everybody wants to vie for his advice and his skills with the dollars. But he's, like, not... He's, like, not important enough. Well, he's also, like, not a friend of Westeros at all. Like, he's not connected to any of them. But I, but he's not oh, really a connected person, oh, though. No, I know who... You know who he is? He is... Uh, what's her name? Fucking... Not the not uh, the Tyrell, the old Tyrell. Oh, the OG Grandma Tyrell. Yeah, that's him. No, she's too. She's like the. But she she's high, like a savage, low key. She is <laughs> not even low key, high key. She is, but they're like a super rich family. They like finance everything. They they like help. They bail out the the realm from debt at various points. They provide grain. To King's Landing during times of famine, uh, they they are kind of the force that defects to Tywin at the Blackwater, which allows him to come in and destroy Stannis at the end. Um, which is you know, Aller, like his goal is to destroy Tibbs before it's all said and done. Get him at the paint. I think I think it's him. I'm going with it. That's my answer for Aller. I'm still going with Mycroft Holmes, all right? <laughs> all right, I don't know if there's any other front office or there's, coach guys. There's one person we have to do. Got to do it. Got to do it. Who? Jonathan Macri. No. Well, <laughs> we can do Macri, but that's, that's for later. We'll do that for later. Uh, no, we're going to do Mr. James Dolan. Oh, shit. Duh. <laughs> um, oh, he's got to be Robert Baratheon, right? But like he's a like Dolan's But he alive. hasn't died yet, unfortunately. <laughs> Dolan is alive. <laughs> so. so season one, Robert Parathian. <laughs> no, I think Dolan Dolan is Daenerys. <laughs> Dolan is not fucking Daenerys, bro. <laughs> That's it has to be. He's the he's I mean the, he inherited the, the wealth, the power. That you got that going for you. He or his Joffrey? I, is he Joffrey? <laughs> he might. He's definitely closer to fucking Joffrey than Daenerys, bro. <laughs> Daenerys at the end. I don't know, man. She turns. 
no, 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 stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying with Robert Baratheon. I know he dies, but they got the same vibes. I'm here. I got power. Fuck it. I'm going to do what I want. And um, someday James Dolan is going to die hunting a boar. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Okay. The thing with Dolan, right, is let's just say he's a bad basketball owner. Fine. Whatever. I don't really want to debate that part of it. But he is good at certain things. Like his business, right, he's actually done well. He sold businesses at the top. He sold Cablevision before that industry kind of completely went to shit. He sold. He's done. He's done well for himself in like his entertainment shit, right? Whatever. So he's like good at certain things, but he's bad at others. But he's like kind of a ruin. Like he's like kind of maybe capable of making a redemption arc. But then you're like, are you? I don't know. Just like Baratheon. That's what I'm saying. I think. What if he's Jamie, who's like this. Kind of horrible person when you think about it. No, he's very horrible, yeah, but he's, charismatic. He's very horrible, but he like at like at some point in the show, you're like, well, like is he like? Starting, you're like, am I fucking rooting for this asshole? Is he like turning it around? Did he find some like love with Brienne of Tarth? Is this what's going on now? Like, I feel like Dolan is like we accept that like yes, he is bad, but we're always like, I don't know, like he hasn't meddled in a while and he just like signs checks is he capable of this and the thing is at the end jamie actually still sucks um so like whatever so it's possible that at the end of this all we'll be like man is dolan a good owner and then we're gonna be like no no definitely wasn't uh never was actually when we look back at it and like jamie's kind of like he has some good qualities but he's never actually a good person um he does some terrible shit yeah i'm sticking with I'm sticking with Rob. I'm going with Jamie. I can't do Rob. <laughs> I can't do it. Rob is just like fat and fucking. He, he's in the show for five seconds and dies. Can't do it. He's Dolan is Ned Stark. <laughs> Dolan's not Ned Stark. <laughs> just so honorable. Such an honorable man. <laughs> okay. I, Ned I, Stark I, is like Jeff Van Gundy or some shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> Dolan is. Maybe we just don't. There, maybe there, there is no Dolan Westeros. But you know, you know who Dolan is. He's the Mad King. Yes, there we go. Mad King. He's Eris. He was once fine and then became insane and drew his fingernails out super long.
Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. Yeah. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.